0: Hello friends. Welcome to the podcast. I am Becky and so excited to be launching season two of Rooted in God's Word. This season is all about courageous pioneer women. And yes, that is you. You were created to make a difference in this world and to pave the way for others to find Jesus and grow in their faith. This podcast season, I am interviewing women just like you are consumed with the call of god on their lives and are learning to quickly obey god and go wherever he tells them to go i am praying this conversation encourages you and plants a little of the pioneering spirit inside of you settle in and enjoy hi friends and welcome to courageous pioneers i am so excited to invite Katie Kirkaby with me today. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. <laughs> it's just a joy to have you here. We've just been chatting before we pressed the record button and just rehashing where we first met. And I met Katie um, at, at a church Saturday workshop when I was teaching the Big Block Letters workshop, which was writing your mission statement. Is that yeah. That's where we met the first time. And then you did the online Pathfinders group coaching with me. So maybe we'll hear a little bit about that later. We'll see, you know, seems like it might be part of both of our journeys together, but it's so good to have you here. Hey, why don't you just introduce yourself to our friends? Yeah, great.
1: I am, like you said, Katie Kirkaby. I am a wife, a mom of two great kids. I am live on a 40 acre hobby farm that I am currently doing daycare at and I just love to get kids out in nature and do fun things like that. And I'm just a busybody that doesn't sit still and likes to go and do and encourage and share and explore.
0: I love it. I'm jealous you live on a farm and I'm a farmer wannabe who lives in the city but <laughs> that's okay. So tell me how many animals are you a mama to? Too many. <laughs>
1: I have chickens, I've hatched a couple peacocks, I have a pea chick, a a hen and a peacock, Uh, two horses, uh, two dogs, two cats, and two angora rabbits.
0: Oh my word, wow. Okay, peacocks, I just, I have to ask, you know, this is a little side trail here, but I think a peacock is not living in Minnesota. How do they handle these cold Minnesota days?
1: They're really adaptable. They really are. He just is with my chickens in the chicken coop. So does the peahen and chick. And they just
0: do. Wow. Well, our listeners are working through the Bible study Courageous Pioneers. And I just am wondering, when you hear that word, Courageous Pioneer, what comes to your mind?
1: It's really silly, but Pocahontas comes to mind. Oh. <laughs> it's- it's one of my favorite Disney movies growing up and I can just see Pocahontas like diving off of the cliff into the water just like free and in her element surrounded by nature and just just expectant for what's what's coming around the river bend and just that comfort she has in her environment and even when she's confronted with John Smith, those, um, the men, she's not really that fearful. She's more inquisitive and like, what is this new thing? And just was interested and kind of was learning about it instead of running away in fear.
0: That is great. That is great. I love that. Nobody has given me that answer yet. You just told me it was going to be unique and it is yeah. unique, but I can just, I can see that dive. I mean, it's just, you know, just that freeness of just, you know what? I like that. I should have written that in the Bible study because that courageous woman who just is free in God and just like you said, inquisitive and what's this and where am I going and what's around the bend. I love that. That that is that's great. So in the Bible study, there are four women that we study: Sarah and Esther and Hannah and Deborah. Which one is your favorite?
1: I have two. So well, I told you I had one, but I do have two. Um, Deborah is kind of a favorite because I had a cow named Deborah, just because I thought it was funny. (laughs) And she just did you say say a cow? Yes, a cow. You said a cow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is this is my new uh farmer's heart because deborah's m- in the freezer now <laughs> oh.
0: and, um, it, oh, <laughs> that's great <laughs>
1: so i i name a lot of my animals after scripture and biblical stories and things so deborah is has a, a small space in my heart mm-hmm. um, but i really resonate with hannah So she really wanted to have a baby and um, her husband, he loved her so much and just wanted to be all, just wanted to provide her and be her all in all. But her heart was so set on being a mom and having this dream filled that you went to, um, she just pretty much just had enough. And she went to the temple and prayed and prayed and prayed. And like her prayers, was it Elijah that came up to her? And he thought she was drunk and told her, like, get out of here. And she's like, uh, just like she was pouring out her soul for her desire that she wanted. That just unconditional prayer is Mm -hmm. just amazing to know that that can change your situation. And then after she did that, the Elijah told her, oh, you're not like, oh, you're not drunk. You're just really wanting this. You're really desiring. You're, you're focused on God now. She changed kind of her focus.
0: Yeah, I know. I um, It's Eli. I was thinking, Elijah, no, Eli, you're right. You no, know, I know it was an E word. We both know it was an E one, you know, but in the middle of conversation, you kind of lose it. But it was Eli's listening. And mm-hmm. then after he says, "Yeah, by this time next year you'll have you'll have that child," mm-hmm. and you're right, um, Hannah's countenance just changed. Yeah. it was like she and just she was
1: like, "Okay,"
0: she I, just stepped into faith. Yep, she did,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. and she believed, and then she was happy, and kind of she almost it's like she brought it to the temple and left it to God, kind of like just mm-hmm. gave mm-hmm. it to him and said, "God, I believe," and. I'm going to go home and do what I do. And and then she, she also, she vowed to bring Samuel up as a priest.
0: I know. And
1: like she fulfilled that vow. She followed through with that and mm-hmm. kind of gave him back to Eli. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: That had to have been the hardest day of her life. I mean, yeah. I know? would think so. I would oh. think, man, darn, I wish I wouldn't have made that promise
1: yeah and but it was she
0: held and, on to it. she she fulfilled it,
1: yeah. And then I like
0: she was blessed with more children after that. I know oh. I know every year she came with another child. Oh, oh. that's great. I love yeah. that. Well, I want to know more about your story. i I asked you to interview because I watched you in the last year and 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 you've launched into some new things. First of all, you caught me with that farm and your vision for the farm and children and teaching at the farm, that just caught my heart. But even after the Pathfinders class, just you launched into some new major things. And, you know, I hope you you include some of that into your story, but just tell us, there's, I feel like there's so many ways that you are pioneering that we really can be encouraged from.
1: My really defining decision, I think was, my dream was always, I always wanted to be a teacher, like from fourth grade on. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be a teacher. That's what I'm going to do. And I went to college to be a teacher. I got a teaching job right out of college. And I was a teacher. But it wasn't what I expected. I actually got let go my the end of my third year. I remember driving into work after that happened and because I still had to finish the year and it was like a couple months to go. And I just remember I was so holding tight to that teaching Mm -hmm. dream of wanting to be a teacher and it just got ripped away from me. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a picture of um, a little girl holding on to a teddy bear. And Jesus is in front of her saying, do you trust me? And behind him, he's holding a bigger teddy bear.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: And I I just was driving into work and said, Lord, I don't know what you're going to do, but I trust you. And I just like, okay, I'm going to let this teddy bear go. I'm going to, I'm going to let this dream go. And I, I trust you. Oh, so, mm, like four years after that, then this, um, we were able to put, well, I started a daycare then because I had a one-year-old and then um then my son two years later. So I was able to raise my kids, which was a blessing I would never change. Mm-hmm. I was still doing teaching and daycare and things like that, but, but another defining moment is I wanted chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I told my husband, I want chickens and I wasn't allowed to in the city, so we're gonna move because I want chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and I I love being outside, but we've never, we have no farm experience at all. Like mm-hmm. nothing. We just were looking around and this, well, we found one place. Um, it was a chicken barn, one, like a golden plump chicken barn. And we're like, this is cool. This is sweet. It's got acres and land and whatever. And um, it was on the market for a while. We put in an offer on it, but we got outbid by a thousand dollars.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Another devastating thing. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, the, oh, they crushed. Like, oh, no. <laughs> but in the long run, it's good because my husband's allergic to chickens and wow. it would have been horrible. <laughs> so a couple weeks later, we actually found this place that we're, we purchased and um, now we're trying to do the hobby farm thing. And um, it's an amazing place to teach children and others. We've just been so blessed. Now, like I can see that how we've been blessed through the struggle, through the disappointments, through the pain of just like, that was all I wanted to do. I, I only ever wanted to be a teacher, but that was In my mind, it was in a classroom in a school district with 27 students, but now it's in my home. I can teach them what I want to teach them. We can walk down the driveway and find caterpillar eggs and watch them turn into butterflies. Uh That (laughs) even is just like so fulfilling and so, so much more than they could ever expect. And it's still teaching, and it's it's what it's what the kids want and what people mm-hmm. want to learn about and they're so interested in.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I remember last spring you got a vision, or maybe the heart, or maybe heard God. So and you wanted to develop a website and a blog. Yeah. Tess, tell us how what were you hearing? What were you sensing? Was it just this? thing you always wanted to do? Or was it like a great big risk?
1: (laughs) It's a great big risk. Um, I want to reach more people. Um, What I do here with the kids is amazing. A lot of people don't understand what it is. A lot of people don't make the connection of, oh, like, why are you why does my kid have so many rocks in their pocket today? It's because we were counting. It's because they saw all these colors. It's because they liked them. Mm -hmm. And this website will help me to share that information with others more and to bring it up to an adult level, kind of fulfill my my adult quota almost because I'm around kids all the time. And my husband, how was your day? Oh, good, okay.
0: Hear words with an adult. You <laughs> fill that quota.
1: I yeah. love that, and it's a way to to share my faith more with other people.
0: I love it. I've been on your website and reading your blogs, and
1: it is such a learning curve. This is where, like, my another part of my courageous pioneer mindset comes in, where it's like I I have no idea what I'm doing, no clue, but I can learn it. I don't have a problem looking it up or searching, or I ask myself questions and I'm like, well, how do I fix that? What do I do? How do I put that there? How do I do this? What do I write about? And then it just kind of comes along. Uh-huh.
0: I know. I've said it in other um, interviews also, you know, almost every time God has stretched me going to stretch me into something new, I feel totally unequipped, Yeah. but I'm like you, I had into learning mode. I don't mind researching I don't it's okay with me if I don't have the whole picture if I don't even understand how it works at first. Yep. But i it's okay i can learn by experience i can learn by talking with other people you and i talked a little bit about web pages cuz i'm only just a few steps ahead of you you know <laughs> and and blogging you know so so experience and learning from others and i don't mind doing some research you know yes. and learning that is part of it and then totally relying on God. I'm kind of like, God, lead me to the right, lead me to the right info. And, you know, equip me to do. It. If you've called me, you're promising to equip me. So yep. I, am, I am looking for it.
1: If you are called to it, you are graced for it. And he will get you through it. My love.
0: Yes. As a reminder, say that again yes. for us. That was really good. It says,
1: if you are called to it, you are graced for it. And he will get you through it.
0: Oh man, isn't that just true that his grace is right there
1: for Mm -hmm. us,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah, And he empowers us and he, Mm -hmm. is, you know, it isn't a a big God dream if we can do it on our own. Otherwise we're just, we're just kind of doing it, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm ready for the adventure. (laughs) I can tell that you are too. Uh, We were talking earlier. I had asked you, um, And I had sent you a number of Mark Batterson quotes and asked, do you have a favorite? And you picked this one and then I'm going to read it. And then I want you just to comment on it. Okay. One decision can totally change your financial forecast. One decision can radically alter a relationship. One decision can lead toward health, spiritual, physical, or emotional. And those defining decisions will be defining moments of your life. So how does that resonate with you? I just love that one decision. You're just
1: one decision away from change. And that can be changed for good. It can be changed for his kingdom, for his glory, for strength. And thinking back, like I said, that one decision of, I just trust you, God, I trust you to get me through. I have this dream, and I don't know what it's going to be now. uh, But it's better than I can ever imagine. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, it's not done yet. It's there's still more, I can still make another decision. I am, I can make this decision to just share my faith online, Mm -hmm. and encourage and strengthen others. And like you said, like, we're problem solvers, we're thinkers, we're movers, we're doers. And it doesn't, it, every anybody can do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody, nobody can tell you not to. Mm-hmm. Um, you, don't, you don't have to have anything special. You don't have to be some computers analysis to do a blog. It's just a what works best for you. And you can do it a little bit or you can dive in first. I'm I'm kind of a dive head first one. I, I had a donkey before I bought a farm.
0: Oh, dear. <laughs>
1: Sometimes that's a problem. And it's it's okay to make the decision if something's not working too.
0: Yes. Um, yes, that's so good.
1: I used to have goats. <laughs> I had uh, milking goats for a very long time. Well, it was about a year, which seemed like a really long time. I had to milk them twice a day every day. And it was, I wanted to make goat milk soap. That's what I wanted to do. I'm like, cool, I'm going to have goats and I'm going to make soap and it's going to be awesome. Do you know how much goat milk
0: is in a recipe of soap? <laughs> no, I have no idea how much goat milk, but you know what? I have looked at goat milk soap and, yes. and, and and thought, oh, I think I could do that. So put the reality on me. How much goat milk do I need? One fourth of a cup. Wait, for a recipe? Yep. And how many bars of soap do I get out of it? Uh,
1: I still have some in my drawer. It's probably about 30 bars of soap.
0: Oh, my goodness. So, all of a sudden, you've got all <laughs> this goat milk. That uh, And I was milking three goats twice a day. Okay, this is not the way I thought this was going to go. I thought <laughs> we were going to need, like, uh, you know, 2,000 cups of goat milk. <laughs> yeah. No.
1: Um, so I decided to let the goats go. It just wasn't working anymore.
0: <laughs> that was a good decision. So yes. you're right. You, we can make a decision for good and we can, and that could be moving forward yes. or that could be stepping back and go, okay, no nope, wrong decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. So good. You know, I have, there is a word that I keep finding in women's stories in the Bible, and that is the word arise or she rose. It is in the Hannah story. It's when Hannah rose from the table and went to the temple to pray. Mm -hmm. And those that is like a a life altering decision. Yeah. You know, it was she decided
1: it's enough.
0: It's enough. I am going I'm here. I'm going to the temple and pouring out my heart before the Lord. Mm -hmm. Deborah made the same decision, you know, in her song that she writes after the battle and everything is all done. She writes, I, Deborah, arose mm-hmm. a mother in Israel. You know, it was like, I rose up. I heard God speak. We were going, he was going to fight for us. We were going to win, but it was, she took an action. It was that decision. Mm-hmm. And then I've just been studying, um, re- Reading the story of Naomi and Ruth. Mm-hmm. And Naomi finds herself in a land um, with her, her husband has passed away. Her two sons have passed away. She's got her daughter-in-laws. She went to this country of Moab because there was a famine in Bethlehem in Judea. Mm-hmm. But now she hears that there's bread back in the land. The famine's gone. Mm-hmm. And, it, and the, the word, same word again. She stood up and said, I'm going back home. You know, it's that one decision in every single one of those women's lives that totally changed their lives, but changed history, you know? So I love that quote too, just that uh, Isn't Ruth and Boaz, aren't they in Jesus's lineage? Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, Naomi saying, hey, girls, daughter-in-laws, I'm going back. And Ruth follows, we know the story. And then, yes, she becomes the... Like, um, the great grandmother, uh, or the grand great grandmother of King David. And then in the lineage of Jesus, it's just, Mm -hmm. it changed history. That decision changed history. And I don't think we feel, we know, we realize that as women, the, I can make a decision that will change my family's life for good. I can make a decision to, that will change my health for good. So I just, I really feel like it's us listening to God. And, and I think he plants these, you know, he planted farm in your heart, you mm-hmm. know, he planted teaching in your heart, you know, <laughs> he planted, I want to reach others in your heart yep. and you, he didn't do it for you. You had to make some decisions. You had to step into some decisions mm-hmm. to pursue those dreams that yep. you had, but also that he had.
1: Mm -hmm. I love that planted word Um, that's another thing that we do with the kids a lot is that we start a garden and we plant the seeds and we do the whole thing and it starts small that seed like a tomato seed is so tiny Mm -hmm. and the little kids they pick them up and they put one in there and then like it doesn't like then overnight you don't have a tomato to make sauce Mm -hmm. you have to take care of it you have to water it, make sure it has light and warmth and like there's no weeds around it. And so it's that planted is it, it starts with that one action, but it's not, it's not complete with that first thing. It Mm -hmm. needs time and care Mm -hmm. and love to just grow.
0: Yeah, I love that. So just in closing, do you have like one final thought that you just want to share with our listener, just to encourage that woman that, you know, she can, she can step out, she can make a difference in people's lives. Don't
1: let your mind or anybody else disqualify you from reaching toward your Mm -hmm. goal. Even if it's, if you've never even told anybody before, like just You have that seed in your heart, like you said, and you have to take action on that to make it grow. It's not gonna turn into this amazing courier overnight Mm -hmm. or this amazing thing, but if you put your effort into it and your time is focused and you have the right tools or you find what you need, then you can make it happen even, even through any circumstance.
0: That is so good. That is so good. Thank you, Katie. It was such a joy to have this conversation with you. You took time from your family and your animals. and (laughs) (laughs) And I know the listener is just blessed. Just blessed today. Just inspired. Okay, God bless you. And God bless you, listener. It was great to have you join in on our conversation. Bye. Hey friend, are you looking for a new Bible study, either for yourself or for a small group? Courageous Pioneers features four Bible women. Sarah pioneered a nation, Esther pioneered freedom, Hannah pioneered the fresh voice of God, and Deborah pioneered leadership. These women marked and blazed the trail for you to follow. Be inspired and challenged to leave your comfortable spaces to follow God's voice and fulfill your God-given purposes. Follow the link to my website and be ready for a new God adventure.